Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listener's Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. It's Saturday, July 2nd, 2016, and as always, we've got the latest listeners' letters, messages, and reports we've received from you coming right up. So please stay tuned. I'm Emily Jennings. And I'm Kim Jian. We'll be right back. Emily. No, we said it at the same time. Ooh, yes. Good timing. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How have you been? Um, good, but it's just weird that it's July. I know. The time is just flying by. Mm-hmm. It's already the second day of July. Exactly. Well, happy Canada Day to all our Canadian listeners out there for whom it may still be July 1st ah. in some parts of the world it still well, is. happy but... Canada Day to you. Well, thank you. Uh, but yes, we've now officially entered the second half of 2016. Isn't that scary? That is quite scary, but also a little bit exciting because that means Christmas is coming soon and I do love Christmas. Not so half a year away. Yeah, but you know... <laughs> Let's look at half the glass half full. Right. It's not that far away anymore. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, anyway, I think now would be the perfect time for a half point checkup on our 2016 New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. How has it been going for you so far? Absolutely miserable. Oh, it's, no. a, it's a mess. Because <laughs> I meant to read at least uh, one book a month, and now I'm only on book number three, and I'm, I think I'm on like chapter two. Okay. I've gained a few pounds instead of losing, and I think I wrote in my diary maybe about a dozen times so far this year. So, um, not quite what I had expected of myself, and also shopped way too much. That sounds like you're having a lot of fun. So, uh, sure, you could put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, my resolution was to run in the Han River Park mm-hmm. each morning with my dog. Right. And so far, I'm averaging at about four days out of seven each week. And that's impressive. So it's not that bad, right? Yeah. But I would like to make it seven out of seven. Of course, the rain is kind of making it difficult right. some mornings. Uh, but I'm glad that we brought up this half point check because it gives us a chance to refocus right. and for our listeners as well. So let's be optimistic. You don't have to worry because we're only halfway through the year and that means there is a lot of time left for everyone to work on their resolutions. That is true. I do recommend to all our listeners to have an interim look at your resolutions, although I hope many of you are doing better than I am. It's not a hard goal either. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, if you think about it, you've read three books out of the six that you've planned or two and a half. Mm. So you're actually halfway there. You're doing quite well. Most people hit a 50%. Mark, right? Yes. So yeah, it's quite it's quite a good achievement so far. And now you just need to read another nine books <laughs> and then well, you'll be Thank you for trying to make me feel better and then not doing so well about <laughs> But you've got six months left That's to true. read nine books. That is very true. And uh you could enjoy them more during the summertime. Mm-hmm. So that would be good. Well, Of course, it is the first weekend of the month, so let's talk about some birthdays. Karen, my former co-host of KBS Listener's Lounge and host of K-Pop Interactive and Soul Calling, will be celebrating her birthday on July 21st. -hmm. But what's very interesting is the fact that my current co-host, Jian, who was born exactly two days after Karen, will be celebrating yours on July 23rd. 
bird. That's right. It's just, you know, getting old and stuff. <laughs> Karen, exciting. Well, yeah, sure. Well, Karen <laughs> and I have been friends for nearly a decade now, and we actually have a tradition of having lunch together on July 22nd, so I am definitely looking forward to that. Also, our listener, Dr. S.S. Bhattacharya of India, has also informed us that his birthday falls on July 27th. So, happy birthday, fellow July baby. Mm, well, we're still waiting for more of our listeners to share their birthdays with us so that we can celebrate it on the first show of every month. So don't forget to send yours or your friends' birthdays to us. And speaking of friends, it's my husband's birthday on July 7th. So happy birthday to you, young we. Happy birthday to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so are you guys doing anything special next weekend? Uh, yes, we're going to celebrate for a week. Actually. Ooh, for the entire yes. week. That Which sounds is small amazing. small celebrations with um, walks and places we like and food we like, different things like that. But Isn't that like fun. every week? That's every <laughs> week, but more of an emphasis on it this time. Right. <laughs> sounds perfect, actually. Well, happy birthday to him once again. Now, we're going to take a quick break before we come back to share with you this week's listeners' letters, messages, recession reports, and more. So stay tuned, everyone. You're listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio. It's time now for us to take a look at the listeners' letters and reception reports. As usual, we've received some lovely handwritten, typed-up, emailed comments, letters, and reception reports from you, our listeners, and we'll share some of those with you on this program. Well, first up is a number of handwritten reception reports from our monitor, Grant Skinner from Essex, UK. The first log was for June 1st when he tuned in to us via 9.5 5 megahertz from 1600 to 1700 hours UTC using his Grundig YB400 receiver with an extendable rod antenna. He rated the Simpo 15241 and added the volume needed to be turned up on your end. Also, there were noises that sounded like waves, which were louder than your broadcast. I could hear snippets. But I think what's more unfortunate than the dismal listening conditions is the fact that that was actually the best he could hear us on three different frequencies. Two hours later, he also tried 7.275 megahertz at 1800 hours UTC, but only heard electrical noises. And on the next day, on June 2nd, he tuned into us via 15.575 megahertz at 1300 hours UTC. And uh, he couldn't find us at all, actually. He then commented, my dream would be that one day I would be able to listen to your broadcast crystal clear. I hope this will happen one day. Well, Grant, you are definitely not alone in making that wish. Mm -hmm. We hope the day comes very soon. But uh, nonetheless, thank you very much for your feedback. Well, I wonder actually if you would have better luck with 11.810 megahertz at 2200 hours UTC, if that is a good time for you, because that frequency seems to work much better for another one of our UK monitors, Nick Sharp, who is based in Middlesex. Nick uses a Yesu Musen F4G H800 receiver with an external 15 meter L-shaped long wire antenna, which is two meters above the ground. And although it seems to fluctuate quite a bit, in the last week or so, Nick has been rating the Simpo 44333 for the most part, which is pretty excellent mm-hmm. and much better than what Grant is right. hearing. 
He also mentioned that the reception suffered greatly from QRM interferences from an Arabic station on 11.820 megahertz on June 27th and rated the simple 32322 for that day. And here's something quite intriguing about the Brexit referendum that Nick told us in his emails. He was actually one of the people counting the ballots, which I think is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. On June 24th, he wrote... I counted the votes locally in the Staines Centre, where the turnout was 76%. With over 44,000 votes counted, the Leave is ahead with 24,000 and the Stay is at 20,000. If you are interested to know how I voted, it was to stay, as Britain needs to trade with the EU and being outside means higher trade tariffs and a worse economic position. Well, that is very interesting and uh, also quite cool that he decided to tell us how he voted. And Mm -hmm. I have to say, Nick, if I had the opportunity to vote, I would also be voting to remain because it's not a good situation for Ireland and our friends in the UK right now. It's also unfortunate that, you know, in his region, more like 4,000 more people voted to stay, Mm -hmm. but... Well, 44,000 more voted to leave. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, I... Did not catch that. Sorry. I just assumed that more people would vote stay. But I guess, of course, the referendum results showed that people wanted to leave. But it was pretty close, though. Yeah, yeah, 52 percent. Right. Well, the Brexit was the biggest issue in the world last week, of course. And it's quite interesting, like Emily said, that one of our listeners was a bigger part of it than others, as mm-hmm. in I'm sure many of our British listeners voted. So they would have been a part of it, too. Mm-hmm. Although in Nick's case, well, the result was rather unfavorable because, you know, he voted to stay. Mm-hmm. Well, two days later, on June 26th, though, he wrote us saying the EU referendum rules trigger the call for a second EU referendum with the petition signed by over 3.5 million here in the UK calling on Parliament to debate. The political situation in this country is in a mess with the main opposition party also in a bad way with 11 shadow ministers having resigned. I'm sure many of our listeners are following the news on Mm -hmm. this issue already. So we'll move along for the time being. But, well, thank you, Nick, for the insights Mm -hmm. into this. And on a brighter note, Nick also commented on a KBS World Radio program that he enjoyed on June 25th. Yes, he wrote, Your transmission on June 25th was one of the best I have heard for some time here. The Korean War has been overlooked here in Britain for many years, and perhaps now is the time that the story can be told to the world. You were right in saying that the Second World War and the Vietnam War appear more noteworthy, but the scale of the Korean War is little understood here. I must congratulate Bruce Harrison on that amazing interview in Touch Base in Seoul. I have forgotten the name of the person he interviewed who gave a strong account of events relating to the war and the fact that the battlefields are below the DMC, which surely must make for an interesting visit. I have already looked at your website, but I think there is much more that can be told, and maybe at some stage you can give the listeners an insight of what it looks like at the battlefields today. Well, the guest on Touchbase in Seoul that Nick was talking about was freelance journalist Andrew Salmon and he's actually from the UK. Mm-hmm. So you may know him, Nick, or you may have heard of him at least. And we will definitely relay your words to Bruce and also look into finding some present day pictures of old battlefields. 
Well, actually, Seoul and Incheon were both turned into battlefields during the Three-Year War, I believe. I've heard stories about a bridge over Han River, which was the only bridge over Han River at the time being blown up to slow down the North Korean troops. And, of course, the famous Incheon landing turned the tide on the war. And there's a movie coming out soon uh, on that battle starring uh, Liam Neeson. Mm. So that should be quite interesting. It really goes to show how much uh, has changed in the past 66 years. But, of course, I digress. Thank you, Nick, for your daily update. Now, let's stay with the same frequency, shall we? Listener Dario Gabrielli of Italy sent us an email with the reception log for June 21st, and here is what he wrote. Dear friends of KBS Radio Korea, which of course is our old name, my name is Dario Gabrielli and I am 51 years uh, old of age. I live in a village situated in North Italy near Padova and Venice. The place's name is Dolo. With much pleasure on June 21st, 2016, I listen into your English program at 2240 to 2250 hours UTC time on the frequency of 11.810 megahertz. So I'm sending you my recession report, hoping that is really the program of your emission. And if it's correct, I'll be happy if you can confirm it with letter and QSL card complete of the date. I received your broadcast with four-band radio Deegan 1128H with indoor telescopic antenna, and the SIMPA code was three across the board. Well, we haven't actually heard from you in a couple of months, Dario, so it's lovely to hear from you again, and we hope that you're doing well. Dario also sent us an MP3 recording of what he heard. It was very noisy, but we could hear the unmistakable voice of our Yuri Kim giving us her ever-valued K-beauty and style tips. So thank you very much, Dario, for your report and the recording. And your QSL is on its way as we speak. And here's another report from Italy. Our monitor, Giorgio Romanin of Udine, Italy, which is actually not that far from Venice either, sent us his logs for June 25th when he listened to our 2200-hour broadcast on 11.810 megahertz using an ICOM IC75 receiver with a Wyndham out antenna. He rated the simple 34333 to 44343 and noted some QRN and QSB or noise from natural source and signal fading. So thank you very much for those reports, Giorgio. Up next, we are going to take a look at a couple of handwritten letters by our loyal listener and monitor, Fumito Hokamura of Japan. We have his reports for May 29th, June 1st, June 4th, and June 9th. On these days, he tuned into our 0200 hours UTC broadcast on 9.580 megahertz. He was using either his DE1103 receiver or ATS909X receiver with rod antenna. The lowest simple rating he gave was 45433 for June 4th, and the highest was 5 across the board for June 9th, which is excellent. And uh, the rest of the simple ratings hovered around 55444. Now, in one of the letters we to road. How have you been? It was hot and rainy in May this year. I like the summer season very much. How about you? I do too, actually. And uh, he also added, I want to go mountain climbing in Korea this summer. What's the temperature at the top of Sorak Mountain like? Mm. Well, actually, we looked it up and it's about 15 to 18 degrees Celsius at the summit this weekend. And it's also mostly cloudy or rainy. But at the bottom of the mountain, it's still pretty hot here with the temperature about 25 to 28 degrees Celsius. But uh, it's uh, a really nice mountain, Sorokstan mm-hmm. Mountain. Mm-hmm. Have you been there before yourself? I actually end up going there 
at least once a year. Really? Uh, at least to uh, one, one area of the mountain ranges anyway, um, because uh, my dad really loves it there. Oh, so, yeah? yeah. Which we, time of year do you go? Whenever, actually, whenever he has the time. Because much. it's different in all the seasons. Totally. Right? Uh, the last time I went, it was still, um, we went to one of the streams and it was all frozen over. Oh, wow. But it was like April or something. So, oh, yeah. wow. That yep. was very late in the mm-hmm. or, or early in the year or late in the year. I'm not sure what late you would say. Late in the season. Actually. Late in the season. Yeah, yes, that would be the most accurate expression. Suppose, but um, yeah, it's lovely, uh, whichever time you go. Yeah. And uh, I do recommend Sorak to anyone who hasn't been. Yeah. I've been there just once. Mm-hmm. It was in winter time. It was absolutely freezing, but we took the, the lift. Mm hmm. So that brought us up to one of the, or near to one of the summits. So it it was only about a three-hour hike from there. Mm -hmm. But did you do the full thing, like the 11-hour hike? No, no, no. We just drive up to a low point. (laughs) That's about it. Um, Well, when we do go every year. But I have gone mountain climbing once but we turned back pretty early because my grandma was there too oh wow Mm. your grandma sounds pretty cool i love my grandma but she would not attempt any sort of hiking (laughs) but korean grandmas are totally different they are the strongest of any elderly people i've seen in any country can't argue there but going back to the letter Fumito also wrote kbs has many programs i listen to the english korean and japanese broadcasts i listen to kbs Yes, four hours every day. Wow. wow. Yeah, that is very impressive. And I don't think anyone could ask for a better or more dedicated fan. So thank you very much, Fumito. We always appreciate all of your letters and reports. And we love it when you ask us some questions because we can learn too about uh, how much lower the temperature is mm-hmm. at the top of this summit. So thank you for your lovely questions. And uh, also one of the posts that you sent us this past week had been written on our old Radio Korea International Reception Report form and you said sorry which was totally unnecessary. If anything it just goes to show that you're You've been our listener for a long, long time because Radio Korea International is the old name for KBS World Radio. So feel free to use any of the old forms if you still have them. And if you would like to get some of the updated reception report forms, please let us know and we will send you a couple. Needless to say, that goes for all of our listeners as well. If anyone needs or wants our reception report forms, just let us know via email or post. Up next is another report from Japan, this time by listener Toshia Nishimura, who tuned in to us on June 26th between 0800 and 0859 hours UTC at 9.570 megahertz. He used Texan PL660 receiver with a Sony AN12 vertical antenna, and he also specified that he was tuning in on the 11th floor of an apartment building. Now, unfortunately, it looks like the listening conditions fluctuated quite a bit, though, because he rated the simple so 45333 to 24111. Toshia also said that the noise was worrisome for a while. He also noted that the music on Sunday had been good, helping him have a relaxing weekend. So glad we could help Toshia. And uh, your QSL is on its way. Well, that brings us to the end of this segment. That is all the time we have for the letters, emails and reception reports from you today. 
As you may recall, our regular DX Report segment came to an end as of last month. But of course, we couldn't let our three DX reporters, Prithiraj Perkayasta, Krister Brunstrom and Kevin O'Donovan, just disappear without saying goodbye. That's right. So we asked them to send us their farewell messages, not only to us here at KBS World Radio, but to our and their listeners as well. And they did just that. So let's take a listen to it right now. Hi all friends of KBS Capsule, Indian DX Report, which was a part of KBS Listener's Lounge over the past few years, simply helped me to enter into an emotional bonding with this station, as well as you all. I hope our listeners, friends liked my presentation and got benefited from it. I heartily thanks KBS for giving me this opportunity and also thank you all for listening and supporting me over the past few years. Thank you everyone and I hope you will be in touch with me by dropping your emails to indiandxreport at the rate gmail.com. For the past several years, it has been my privilege and pleasure to produce and present a monthly DX report with the European perspective as part of the Listener's Lounge Saturday show here on KBS World Radio. The management of KBS World Radio have decided to introduce a number of changes, which sadly means that these weekly DX reports will be discontinued. I would like to thank all my faithful listeners, as well as Kwan Muyu, who has been my contact at the station. I hope that all my listeners will continue to enjoy the shortwave broadcasts of KBS World Radio, as well as those of a number of other radio stations around the world. This is Christer Brunstrom in Sweden for KBS World Radio. Hello listeners, it's been a pleasure providing you with shortwave and streaming radio tips for the past seven years, and I thank you for your support and interest in our segments. I hope they've been helpful in your DXing hobby, and as the saying goes, all good things must come to an end. I want to thank the KBS World Radio staff for their support, especially former producer Sophia, who helped start and then restart this series. Finally, I want to thank the team of Krister and Prithraraj for their time, enthusiasm, and efforts towards this series. Without them, this segment wouldn't be what it is. Who knows, you might hear one of us in the near future. But in the meantime, take care and thank you all. Once again, those are our DX reporters, Prithiraj Perkayasta, Christor Brunstrom, and Kevin O'Donovan saying their goodbyes after years of dedication. Now, I know we've been through this already, both on last week's show and via emails, but really, we just can't thank you enough. Best wishes to all of you, and please keep in touch with us. Well, that's all we have for you on this week's KBS Listener's Lounge. We hope you enjoyed the show. This has been Emily Jennings. And this has been Kim Ji-in. Thank you for joining us and we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye.